You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. On today's episode, what we are talking about is the women that you should be avoiding, women that you should not be dating, women that you should not be getting into a relationship with or even marrying. Now, this episode is actually a, I'm about to say a recent episode. For some reason, my brain still thinks that anything after 2017 is recent, which is clearly not the case. But this is an episode from 2019. And you might think, well, Trip, why are you putting out an episode that you've already published? Something I've been doing is I've been going back into the large catalog of episodes and seeing is that some of these episodes are really good. When I say good, I mean information that you need to hear that are that is so important for you as a person who is trying to get better at dating, meet more women, attract more women, find the right woman, have the kind of sexual, casual, or serious relationships that you want. And as I go through and I see, okay, wow, this episode, it just didn't get the love. When I say love, I mean, I, I see the download numbers. And of course, in, in some ways that should tell me, well, maybe this is an episode that people just, they weren't interested in, in listening to. That's not the topic they were interested in. But in other cases, I feel that maybe it was released at a time that it just didn't get the traction. Maybe the title just didn't grab people's attention. And so I wanted to re-release this and I'm going to re-release others in the future, ones that are handpicked by me that I feel are great episodes that will help you. And I plan on doing that a few more times here in the next few weeks, just because I'm finding some gems and I really want you to to listen to them. Of course, if it it doesn't do well, then, and I say, well, again, doesn't get the download numbers. And that tells me this is maybe a topic that people aren't as interested in. But then again, not every episode I do is always going to interest everybody. There's different topics within this topic of meeting women. So I want to be able to hit everything, right? You know, sometimes I put out episodes for guys, for example, who are divorced or who are in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. And I know that there's going to be guys in their 20s who won't listen to that episode, but that doesn't mean I don't want to do that episode because sometimes I want to talk specifically to certain people. Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent. I think you get the idea. Today's episode and the topic is about the women that you should avoid. And some of this is based off of personal experience. When I say personal, I don't necessarily just mean my personal experiences, but personal experiences that I've heard from other people and including myself as well. And then I'm also going to be referencing in this episode some really good material from Sean T. Smith. He is a guest who has been on this podcast twice. He is a doctor in psychology, and he wrote a great book called The Tactical Guide to Women, one that I recommend over and over. There's a few books that I recommend a lot, and that is one of them. The other books I usually recommend are Eight Dates. It's a book by Dr. John Gottman and his wife talking about the conversations that are important to have before you get into a serious relationship. Another book I always recommend is The Power of Now. I probably read that book like three or four times and I think it needs another read from me, which just helps you 
with staying present and in the moment. And so those are some of the books that I highly recommend. And the one that I do quite a bit, like I just said, is this one called The Tactical Guide to Women, which talks about how to spot women that you should not be dating or getting into a serious relationship with. I will say this on a personal note. There was once a woman who I was in a relationship with. I'm not going to name any names. It's possible you know who it is because if you've been following my stuff for a while, you know that there's been a few girlfriends that I've talked about. And she had a mental illness. And I have no problem saying that out loud, even though I'm not saying her name, because she was actually, she's actually very vocal about it. It's not hidden. She actually made a YouTube channel on it once upon a time, talking about it and how she copes with it. And I will say to you right now, it was a very difficult relationship. It's difficult to be in a relationship with someone who has a mental illness. When I say mental illness, I mean a personality disorder. And there's a few of them out there. I won't go into too much detail about it. It's not really that important. But what's important is for you to know that I've been in relationships with women who are red flags. I know what it's like. So on an anecdotal level, it is scary. It can be very tough. It can be very tough to exit those kinds of relationships. And I don't want that for anybody especially my listeners on the How to Talk to Girls podcast. All you guys, I don't want that for you. I want you to find an amazing woman who adds to your life, not subtracts. I think that's the biggest idea here if I had to say when it comes to meeting the right woman, if you're looking for a relationship or marriage, is you want someone that adds to your life. And it took me a while to find that. I have been in multiple relationships. It's funny, in my other podcasts that I do, called Relationships Are Underrated, I, uh, I talk about how I, I don't know anyone else who's been in more relationships than me. And when I say relationships, I mean ones that have gone over a year. So I, I literally know nobody who's been in more year-long plus relationships than I have. So I've really done it all. I've, I've been through the relationships. I've been through multiple dating phases. I really have quite a bit to say. Maybe that's one of the reasons why I have a podcast or two on the topic. And I guess I'm saying that too is because I want to spread awareness. I want to give you my wisdom so I can help as many guys as possible. So don't listen to this episode and take it with a grain of salt. Do not do that. I want you to really listen intently and take this seriously. One of the most important decisions of your life and I, and I don't exaggerate. One of the most important decisions of your life, if you plan on getting married, is finding the right partner to marry. You can be in a lot of trouble with your mental health, with your finances, with your physical health, if you end up picking the wrong woman. Divorce is something you should be scared of. I have never been divorced. I don't plan on being divorced. So I don't know from experience, but I've talked to a countless amount of men who have been through it. And it's brutal. I work with lots of guys who are divorced. I'd say that's probably about at least a third of my clientele, the guys who who come for help in the coaching program. A lot of guys who are divorced and I've heard, heard terrible stories. I know friends who've been divorced. 
family members who have been divorced, it's, uh, it's brutal. I don't want that for you. I want you to be with a woman who is healthy, who is going to add to your life, bring value into your life, whatever that means to you. For me, I'm in a relationship. I will be married soon. I'm with a woman who adds to my life. That's what I wanted to find. And it's nice because we add to each other's life. I bring value to her. She brings value to me. We have set up a relationship that is more on the traditional side. I'm not pushing that on anybody. It's just what I do. So I'm the one who works on the finances. And she's the one who helps with creating an amazing home. She also has a passion and a, and a side gig that she does because she dances. She teaches dance to adults and does cardio dances, things like that. So she has her own separate thing, which really is intertwined as a hobby as well because it's her passion. She's been doing it since she was three years old. And she gets to support me and help me as I stay super busy talking to you, doing a podcast like this, creating YouTube videos, doing lots of coaching, creating new programs, going all the way to, to New York City to film myself doing approaches, <laughs> which, uh, yes, she was cool with, by the way. It was uh, obviously something that I did for you guys when I did those. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I've been mentioning in the past few episodes, I'm going to be uploading to some of the video courses, me doing approaches and filming approaches. And that will be announced soon when it's all ready. But I digress. Back to the topic here. I'm not saying this to show off. Like, look at me. I found the most amazing woman. We have a perfect life. It's not perfect at all. But I've been through it all to find this person. I've been through multiple relationships. I've done a lot of dating. I've gone through a lot of rejections. I've been through heartbreak. I've given heartbreak. It's all a heartbreak, whether you're being broken up with or breaking up with somebody. And I have gotten to the point where I have structured the type of relationship that I'm looking for. And my friend, listener, you can do that too. But it all starts with finding the right woman and knowing what to avoid. And that's what you're going to learn today on this episode. And even if it's something that you're like, ah, I've heard this episode. I remember listening to this episode several years back. My guess is you're not going to remember it that well. So this is going to be a good, a good review for you because it's kind of hard to remember stuff we learned many years ago. And I'll mention before we get into the episode that if you're interested in getting coaching, if you're someone who is divorced or someone who doesn't want to get divorced, but you're interested in meeting women, having a relationship, then reach out. Go to coachedbytrip.com. What are you waiting for? The coaching program is in full force. We are helping guys every single day. We are signing up people left and right. It is incredible. And myself and my other coach, Eric, who works here at Trip Advice, we are loving working with you guys. Honestly, we feel blessed to be working with amazing guys. I'm so glad that my YouTube channel and my podcast here attracts really just good dudes. So if you feel like you're a good dude and you deserve to have a great woman, but you don't know how to get there, apply for coaching. 
coachedbytrip.com. Link is in the show notes. If you feel you need to do it on your own first before you can do coaching, you can always get my Hooked Video Masterclass. It's an eight to 10 hour video course that teaches you everything about building attraction, talking to women. And that's at getterhooked.com. That is also in the show notes. All right, let's get into it. Let's talk about the women that you should avoid. Here it is. And I have a short list here of the three women I think that you should avoid dating. And they're going to be women that you're going to know to avoid because you're going to be asking questions and learning about them when you are going on dates. So that's how this is going to work. I don't want you doing anything with these women if it's looking like a relationship. If you're looking for something casual, that's probably fine, but I might even stay away from that. And I'll tell you why, because a lot of guys, they'll start a casual relationship with a woman, meaning it's just sex-based, but then they end up falling for the girl, okay? People do this, right? You spend enough time with someone, you can end up falling for them, and then your kind of reptilian brain or irrational part of your brain is going to have this girl stick around because you start to like her and you're going to start to overlook some of the things that are really important that you shouldn't be overlooking. And I don't want you to be overlooking that stuff, okay? I want you to be focused on what's important here if you're looking for someone that is going to be quality in your life, okay? That's really the most important here. And why? Why should you be looking for someone that's quality in your life? Well, relationships really take up a lot of your mental energy, a lot of your time. Why? Because when you're in a relationship, you're constantly, consistently communicating with this person. And if you're going to marry the person, you're going to be sharing a life with them. So they really do become your other half. They are really a big part of your life. And if they suck, (laughs) really, that's the best way I can put it. If they suck, then it's going to make your life terrible. It will. It can be very bad, bad on your life. And it can cause depression. For some men, not to sound too extreme here, it can cause suicide because you're dealing with someone who's making you feel terrible all the time. It can get really bad or it can lead to a divorce, which obviously I'd hope that you wouldn't want. Okay, so I'm trying to scare you here. You don't want to make picking a partner a light decision. It should be an important decision because it can have a big effect on you. I wish someone told me this when I was younger, because I did get into a few relationships where it wasn't a good match and it really wasn't good for my overall mental health. It wasn't good for me. So I had to end those relationships and ending relationships are hard. So I don't want you to make that same mistake. All right, let's get into it. Three women you should avoid. Here's the first one. And by the way, you're going to agree with these. I don't, I just can't see why you wouldn't agree with this. And they're going to sound kind of obvious, but they're ones that I don't think a lot of guys really pay attention to. All right, number one, in no particular order, an avid drug user. And I'm going to say alcohol in there as well, right? Someone who can't control their drinking, maybe they binge drink and get so drunk that they make a fool of themselves. Maybe there's someone who you know drinks to put away the stress. Maybe it's someone who smokes a lot of weed. Maybe it's someone who actually does hardcore drugs consistently, right? Not just like once a year at a party, but really does a lot of, I don't know, molly or cocaine or things like that. These are things you should look out for. Someone who is an avid drug user, someone who could be an addict, or maybe someone who's on their way to being an addict, is going to have a lot of problems. 
and you will be the one who's going to be in these problems. And you might be the one who is taking care of this person. And you're going to be the one who is not going to be able to receive the love and care that you would want in a relationship because they're not going to really be there. They're going to be doing the drugs and the alcohol. Again, there's kind of like all different levels here, right? Someone who's an actual addict that's doing it all the time, which I would hope that that would just be the biggest red flag for you ever, someone who's addicted to drugs. But even someone who does, like I said, binge drink or gets is a really bad drunk, a really loud, obnoxious drunk who starts fights with you, who's rude to you, who's mean to you. Someone who, you know, I know that there's a lot of people out there who smoke weed and I really have nothing against weed, but I just can't see it being good for you if you're with a woman who is smoking weed, I mean, on a consistent basis. Okay, she smokes weed on the weekend, no big deal, but it doesn't affect her life. I don't see it being a big deal if that's all she does and it doesn't lead to more. But someone who's smoking pot every day, that just can't be good for you, okay? It just can't be good for you if you're just getting high every single day, you know? And also, it makes me feel like if you have to smoke weed every single day, even if you say that you just, oh, you don't have to, but you like it, You must be avoiding something or you're just using it to relax when I just believe that there's healthier ways to do that. That's just my opinion, okay? Well, then again, a lot of these things are my opinion on the podcast. Actually, that's not true. There's some, not just some, but quite a bit of scientific backup to the things I say in terms of attraction and sexual attraction. But here it's more of an opinion piece. And I'm just giving you my thoughts on it. Of course, you do whatever you want, but I definitely know this not just from thinking of things to come up with and talk about to you. But these are things that I know I have either personal experience with or I know clients who have experience with this, coaching clients, or I even have friends who have gone into bad relationships or marriages with people who we're going to be talking about basically here on this episode, right? And one of them is someone who's drinking a lot or doing a lot of drugs. And be honest with yourself. You know, Are they doing a lot of this? Are they not? You know, I don't want you to be too strict. You know, they have a drink a couple times a week. I don't think that's a big deal, but how often they do are they doing it? Is it affecting their life? You know, be realistic here on how it's really having an effect because it will be really complicated for your life if that's something that they're using to cope with. If they're using to cope with stress by using drugs or alcohol, it's going to affect you somewhere down the line because that's their way of escaping instead of dealing with issues, which is the mature way to do it. So you want someone who's going to be dealing with issues in a mature way, facing them head on and not avoiding it with drugs or alcohol. All right. I think I've said my piece there. Let's go to number two. Girls who have zero social life. Okay. Red flag. Red flag. A girl who has no friends and no social life, that's going to be a problem. Okay, so let me describe who this person is so you understand. This is a person who basically has no friends or they have friends, but they never really see those friends. So what happens? Well, first of all, I wonder why that is. There's something interesting there. There's something interesting there about someone who's, who's doing that, right? We all need a social life. It's healthy for us to be social. We are social creatures. We are mammals. Mammals socialize. They live in communities. Right? So if you find a girl who has no social life, that could be a burden on you. How can that be a burden on you? Well, she's going to be relying on you to spend time with. 
And what could happen is she can become so reliable on you that it becomes a problem in the relationship, right? That she always wants to spend time with you and she doesn't have someone outside. So she could end up being very needy, potentially. Again, this is not 100%, this is potential. It just happens to be a pattern. You know, a girl doesn't have other friends. Well, they're going to be looking to you. So there's something off there. There's just something off there. You know, there's something off about a girl who just doesn't have any friends, is only relying on you, and that's just not healthy. Okay, that's not gonna be healthy for the relationship either. If you guys are spending so much time together, it causes more fights, causes you guys to get sick of each other. You want a little bit of distance. That's very healthy. Distance is healthy in a relationship. And a lot of that distance can be created by having your own life, especially a social life, right? So because, and think about what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about a lot of, like so far, a lot of mentally healthy things, right? It's, it's obviously mentally healthy to not be doing a lot of drugs or drinking a lot of alcohol, right? You're going to be in a better place mentally. Same if you have a social life. If you have a social life, you're going to be happier and you're not going to be relying on just your partner and you're going to have a more well-balanced life. It's going to be better for you to do that, right? That's good for us. So if a woman doesn't have that, that says something about her. Is she depressed? Is there a reason why she doesn't like people? Is she hard to get along with? So if you're finding that when you first start dating someone that she doesn't really have a lot of friends, and by the way, you can just ask her. You can just say, hey, so what are your friends like? That's a good question to ask on a first date, second date, third date. So she'll tell you about her friend's circle. And you can even say like, oh, cool. So how often do you hang out with your friends? It's also a normal question to ask and she'll tell you. Now she could be lying. So you don't know for sure. But if you start dating her, seriously, you'll kind of see, and that should be something that you pay attention to, okay? So that's the way you're going to kind of find out. But yeah, it's not going to be good if she's just hanging on you and always waiting on you and being very needy because then she might take you away from your friends and that's going to be bad for your emotional state because you need to be someone who is hanging out with people, having a good time, taking a break from your relationship. Like I said, you spend too much time in the relationship. It could be unhealthy. Also, if you spend too much time alone, it could be unhealthy, right? To put yourself in a place where you are completely isolated from society. So maybe this girl is isolating herself. So it's not even that she's trying to hang out with you a lot, but she's just isolating herself. That's also not good for her. It says something about her. So be careful here with girls who have no social life. All right, let's go to number three. Girls who don't have their psychological issues handled, okay? So what does that mean? That means that women who have issues with their mom or their dad. Now, here's the thing. I'm not trying to put down people who have psychological issues. We all have something from our childhood that maybe messed us up a little bit or caused us to be who we are today. Maybe issues with their mom, with dad, and that's normal. And a lot of people have these issues. So I'm not saying, you know, run for the hills if she has issues here with her parents. But what I'm saying is if she's not either seeking help or therapy or it was in therapy to fix some of these bigger issues that she may have with her family, it could cause a lot of issues for you in the relationship. Okay. Maybe you've heard of something called daddy issues before. This is where a girl has a negative relationship or had bad experiences with her father growing up, which could have psychologically damaged her because when we are growing up from zero to 18, we are creating all the different you know, connections in our neurons in our brain. And so if we have that 
bad relationship with our parents, what happens is that could teach us to have problems in our future relationships because we learn about relationships through the experiences that we have with our parents. So if she has a negative relationship with her dad, it could come out in the relationship. Okay. If you want to seek more information about this, just type in daddy issues or issues with father or girl issues with father in Google and you can learn more about it. I'm not going to go too deep into it because to be honest with you, I don't know everything about it either. And that could be probably a whole book written on that stuff. But I do know that I did date a girl once who had some issues with growing up and with her dad and it came out in the relationship. You know, a lot of her being very sensitive to me doing anything, a lot of jealousy issues, a lot of her not being able to communicate with me clearly on the things that she had issues with, a lot of irrational fears, you know, scared of me potentially abandoning her and so then getting in fights with me all the time. And I've heard this a ton from other people. This happens all the time as guys get into relationships with women who have these issues with their dad that are not resolved or they're currently working on resolving. And that causes a huge problem in the relationship. Some girls even have mental illnesses that have stemmed from her poor relationship with their parents, like borderline personality disorder, bipolar disorder, depression, anxiety, things like that. Now, this might be a little bit tougher to diagnose. You know, She might not even know that she has these issues, but you can always ask her on a, even a first date, second date, third date, like, you know, what are what is her relationship with her parents like? Does she talk to and, you know, keep it light? Like, does she talk to them a lot? Does she not? Then you'll get an idea if her parents are in the picture. By the way, be careful just because her parents are, you know, in the picture. And be, if they're still married, that doesn't mean necessarily that she had a great childhood growing up. But look out for these things. But you really look out for if she starts fights with you or gets upset with you or angry at you or has some sort of any kind of breakdown or upset about something that doesn't feel rational to you. That is a big sign that she has some sort of issues with her parents growing up and she doesn't really know how to have a secure uh, relationship, okay? And that's another thing you can look into if you like is, is secure attachments, right? So we learn how to attach to people from growing up. Like I said, we, we learn all these things from when we were growing up, these psychological things, and there is different forms of attachment of how we attach to people. There's anxious attachment, there is secure attachment, and there is avoidant attachment. I believe it's called avoidant, meaning you have an avoidant personality, meaning that you tend to kind of avoid relationships or when you get in one, you kind of keep distance. Where secure, like I said earlier, is one where you know you feel secure in a relationship and you don't have any kind of, you know, intense jealousy issues or problems. And then the anxious attachment, which is you're always anxious that the person's going to abandon you. Okay. So those are the three different types of attachment styles that come from how you were raised. You can look into that more. There's a good book called Attached. Let me see who that was written by again. I believe it is Dr. Amir Levine. Okay. So you can check out that book too. I know I just threw a lot at you here. I know that there's a lot that you can kind of look up and read and and I just want you to kind of read that stuff instead of me giving you this, you know, more intense jargon on a podcast because, you know, I'm really not that qualified to talk too much about psychological issues. I'm not a psychologist, but I I do read and what I read I kind of give to you and then if you want to learn more about that, you can do that. So you can check out like I said attached, you can check out looking up 
issues with parents or daddy issues online to learn more about that. But I just want to kind of be the messenger here, right? Is look out for these things. Because like I said, they can cause issues in the relationship. So be very wary as you're going on these dates and ask these questions to find out more about who this person is. So if you need help navigating this, if you feel you're dating someone that might have these issues or you're scared that you might date someone with these issues or you're doing a lot of dating right now and you're meeting a lot of girls and you're just going to need someone to talk to to kind of go over this stuff, I can help you out. You know, I can help you out through the coaching process. That's still something I definitely do through coaching. I don't just help you meet women, but also navigate how to find the right woman for you. That's what we do here at Trip Advice, not just attract a woman, but keep her and find the right one. So go to coachedbytrip.com to apply if you need more help with this. But here is a good start for you in order to you know, do this on your own. If you end up going on dates and meeting a girl and, and you're you know, really wanting to take it to a serious level, these are some good questions to ask and things to be discussing with the girl to find out if she's going to be quality. Okay, I'm going to recommend one more book to you. Okay, it's called The Tactical Guide to Women. And this is an amazing book, Tactical Guide to Women. And this is by Sean T. Smith. And this is really all about how to find a woman who's going to be a good match for you, someone who's emotionally healthy and mature. Okay, so I want you to check that out also. A lot of book recommendations I know, but if you're really into finding a good partner, I highly recommend it. Some of my information today did also come from that from that book. So it's really good to find someone who's awesome and that book shows you how to do it. One day I'm going to hopefully have him on the podcast. I'm trying to do that right now. But for now, hopefully you can take these tips and run with them. I hope this helps. It's a good episode today. <laughs> 